time that movie. <laughs> that complicated argument. That's basically what you should do. Is be like made and trapped him again. You ain't had no damn show. You trapped him too quick. That be funny. Kill him. I be having a person on the hook. You just go ahead and kill him. Be like, man. All right. This shit be funny as shit. More of his ass that nigga to, like, yo, why you kill a preacher like that? I'm trying to string him out. <laughs> hey man, cut your camera on, man. I'm the only one on the screen, man. What's up with that? My, camera My bad. Thank you. I'm the only one on the panel. Not advertisers, no. Listen, then a nigga got a full, full, full go ahead and promote the pseudoism, promote the website, promote this, that, and the other. It had me hot, man. Somebody sing, 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 uh, Chief Extra Link, Sean. All right, I got it. I got it. Don't give him the pseudo link you gave Sharon, yo. Nah, I ain't gonna do that. Gave him the pseudo link. Nah, that wasn't a pseudo link. And he couldn't get in. So you talking about Xavier? Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So before he get on the show, <laughs> you know, you got twenty two thousand people on. I just want to try to get mine off because he gonna take over. I ain't gonna let nobody take over. You only got an hour. Look, I want to do this. I want to do this in the in the right manner because we the intellectuals. So you know. Uh oh, somebody in the chat already talking about so I can't be trusted no more. <laughs> man, leave Star alone, man. Sorry, man. Yeah, he do that for his audience. Yeah, man, look that man. That old man, come on, Dr. Phil, man. I call him Dr. Phil. I don't care what none of y'all says. Dr. Phil. Shoot. Black African power to the chat, man. ETM Hotel. I can say that, man. D. What's this? He said, Uncle hey, the Elders. Who's that? Sonny B. Coy. What's good, man? Manuel, what it do? Aaron Edwards. What's up, man? LB, I see you. Peter the Truth. Peter the Truth. Infinite Minds. <laughs> Y'all say, Unk, respect your elders, <laughs> my dude. <laughs> Yo. No, I I I've been wanting to have a uh, a conversation with with uh, Doctor Phil for a while anyway, man. I hope I ain't get too tough with him. Seriously, man. But all right, man. Let's get it started, man. Black African power. What's good? What's happening? A well organized lie defeats a disorganized truth every time. Woo hoo wee, man. Y'all already know what it is, man. God killer in the house. I'm coming to do what I got to do, and I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm standing tall, standing strong. Hey, pseudo killers on deck. What's good, family, man? Look, we just, you know, had a little conversation uh, with uh, Phil, Dr. Phil Valentine. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I had fun. I got to say what I wanted to say. As long as I can say what I want to say, I ain't really mad at it, man. So what's good, though, Shepard? How you doing, brother? Struggling. I'm good though. Yeah, you know I mean, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the debate, but I feel like you wasn't able to really back him into the corner that he was supposed to get in. I think Sal like basically put your arm behind your back. You know what I mean, and let him 
get his little thing off, you know what I mean? But you got your own channel, so you 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 can break it down yourself. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind, I don't mind fighting with one hand behind my back because the conversations we talked about ain't even, you know, it's not even a debate in scientific circles. What's good, Nahisi? Where you at? I'm raw squad up. I'm a raw squad up, massive warrior, black African power. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just interested in this, looking at the community, seeing how much the community has not learned and not reading. <laughs> it, it, it's just funny how they allow white folks to sway them into this topic. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, they found them white people for real on this. Brother Morpheus, what's good? How I do, man? What's up with you? What's up, family? I watched it, man. I thought it was a Phil brother Phil. Phil brother Phil. You couldn't get him like you wanted. And saw so wouldn't let you get him. Let you get him. You know what? Everybody just got to go back and watch the game film. I did get them. I got them with the aluminum. And I got them with the, uh, what's the other ingredient he was trying to use on us? Trying to trick us. Trick them shit. Hey, I'm going to show y'all. He tried to get us with the, uh, I forgot the daggone ingredient, man. Formaldehyde. He tried to play that. Remember he tried to play that card? Uh, let me go with, yep. Formaldehyde. Yeah, I talked about how it is essential in human metabolism, right? And it is required for synthesis of DNA and amino acids, building box protein. Therefore, all humans have detectable quantities of natural formaldehyde in their circulation. So he was trying to say that's different. No, it's not different. Don't let them play that game with y'all. I ain't trying to play that game. What's good, Sean? How you doing, man? Where you at? You back in American Power, man. ATM Hotel, Rennie Sean. Welcome to peace. My name is Sean. Uh, I'm ready to get it in, man. I no holds barred. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, if y'all go back and rewind the thing, Phil had lengthy explanations, right? Um, this is exactly what the pseudos do. They use vague scientific sounding jargon to confuse and evade the points, right? What he kept saying was there's a different type of formaldehyde or there's a different type of um, aluminum, right? Uh, look, man, I, he obviously don't understand chemistry, but he make it sound like he do. You know what I'm saying? Like water is water, you know what I'm saying? And so he also talked about, I think we didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk about the mercury he slipped in the mercury. And when I wanted to go ahead and talk about the mercury, uh, Sarnetta wouldn't let me. He wanted to ask me a question first. I didn't know that's how the rules was going. I know next time, right? But, you know, the guys, Phil says so much that I wanted to kind of, I had, I took a couple notes and he talked about this, um, the mercury, okay? So when we talk about mercury, you got ethyl, mercury, and methyl. So the methyl, that's there in the crust of the earth at the formation of the earth. It's there already. It's a natural element. It's on the element chart, right? And this mercury uh, get exposed in rocks, right? It, it comes up from the core surface, maybe from volcanoes, all right? That's why you can find mercury in the water, okay? Now, these microorganisms actually take it from inorganic to organic, right? And Brady new here, um, you can't hear me. 
The crazy dude is here. Ooh, he knocking at the door. Let him in. Oh man, shit. The God best. Got me in the middle of me. God damn it. Hold on, man. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he calling the crazy. That's the God best incognito. What you talking about? What's going on, Chief? Chief X. What's happening with your fam? How you doing? All right. Well, Chief. Good to see you on that, brother. Was that in any shot? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> All right, so let me finish my point I'm going to make about that I didn't get a chance to explain on, on the joint, right? So I didn't get a chance to talk about uh, the mercury. All right, and the product is actually called uh, thermosol. But let's deal with mercury and how it is a natural element. So that's why it's important to understand a little chemistry when you're dealing with these vaccines. All right. You got to meet your thing. And you got to understand uh, evolution. So back to Mercury. Mercury is in the Earth core when it, with the formation of the Earth. It's in the core, right? And it's brought up through volcanic uh, eruptions, right? Uh, it also can be um, brought up uh, through exposed rocks, you find that. But you get the microorganisms, they actually take the uh, Mercury, right, and uh, convert it, okay? All right, and they convert it to organic. Then it can actually cross over into cells. You know what I'm saying? Oh, let me get this thing again. All right, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm biased. So the mercury that you find in the ground is methyl. All right, the kind you find in in the baby's milk, breastfeeding, is methyl. The kind you find in vaccines is ethyl, all right? This is important, but the pseudos won't tell you this. So they'll play that game with the aluminum, right? Which is one of the most abundant elements. They'll play that with the mercury, right? They'll play that with the formaldehyde. They'll play that with all of that because they think you don't know, they think you're thinking. What's going on on by pseudo killer on deck? How you doing, brother? You must be just getting back in the house. I can't hear you. Peace, peace. Yeah, yeah, oh, you're right. Uh, the different type of mercuries, they, they play on our ignorance. Uh, the, the, the dangerous mercury is methyl, and that, that's the one the pseudos be, uh, be talking about. But ethyl is the one that's, that we deal with on a daily, you know, daily basis. Those vaccines, right? And it gets right. out of the system quicker, am I correct? Right, it, exactly. Faster, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't accumulate like uh, methyl. So it's small dosages is not harmful at all. Yeah, you put me up on that all the way. You also put me up, we talked about the formaldehyde. Yeah, that's also a natural uh, element that's found in our bodies on, on almost through environmental things. And like you said about the baby, mm -hmm. uh, the first six months, I believe it was, mm -hmm. higher dosages than it was in a, in, in a vat. Like people don't understand the small dosages of these elements that's actually, or these metals that's actually in the vats, very, very low dosages. Yeah, so that's, so So remember that formaldehyde, right, once again, is essential in human metabolism. I gotta know that. And is required for synthesis of DNA and amino acids. Therefore, all humans have detectable quantities of natural formaldehyde in their circulation. That's important, y'all, get that straight. Yeah, you gotta be sure that that's very that people have to know that. 
that a, a newborn baby has 50 times the amount of formaldehyde in them already from birth than what's in a vaccine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, well, so we can all agree, and I want to go to you, Sean, that we're not going to win this debate. And let me tell you why we're not going to win the debate. First of all, let me, let me ask you, how you doing, sis, sister, Mimax? How you doing? I can't forget you. Where you at, sis? You, you unmute yourself. All right, well, she figured out how to unmute herself. I just want to say hi. Oh, are you talking to me? Yes, I am. How you doing, sis? <laughs> hi, I'm doing good. <laughs> All right, I'm going to introduce you. Mr. Mimex is live in the building. Yes. Hmm. Yes, I am. Okay. All right. So, point I want to make here is that it's just about nice, easy education. And no, we're not going to win a debate. We're never going to win a debate. Guess why? Because it's not a debate with scientific circles. I think this is also a very important point. When we get to have these conversations, we really teach them. You know, Phil came on there, he wanted to teach. He really wanted to miseducate you and hit you with all the words and do all that and talk out. And then when the seats start to get hot, like you said, Chief, then he wanted to run behind the wall, you know. You know, I don't want to talk. He did me like that. He did me like, I'm not mad at him, man. I appreciate the fact that he came on and had that conversation because he was very confident in that misinformation. But that misinformation is, is very dangerous to y'all. I talked about that pandemic in 1918. Phil tried to be feuded with, did they spread that with vaccines? No, it was human technology that actually spread it because it was World War One. Right, and so by the time you get people coming from Europe, United States, and all around, because it was World War, right? That helped that spread that thing all over the planet. And like I said, five percent of the human population died. About five hundred million people got affected. I'm gonna say this again: five hundred million people got affected with that pandemic, and nobody food stopped that. All right, none of that stuff they talking about stopped that. I think that's. That's very, very important. Let me give you the numbers. Watch this, y'all, right? And all y'all don't want to talk bad about the CDC. What the hell y'all going to do if something break out like that? I can see them now, Chief. Something break out, you know what I'm saying? Black people going to start running around. When you start seeing your family members drop, then it gets serious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then the CDC become your friend. Right. You know what I'm saying? When somebody's shooting at you and the police come save you, then the police is good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like people fail to tell you, they talk shit about NASA, but fail to tell you NASA is the reason why you, they saved some of y'all's lives. Y'all evacuated the hurricane because of technology and NASA, but they mad at NASA. <laughs> so watch this. Did we talk about the H1N1 influenza virus? It said it affected, this is in 1918, it affected 500 million people around the world. I'm going to say this number real slow for you, 500 million people, okay, around the world, including people in remote Pacific islands and in the Arctic, probably 50 million and possibly as high as 100 million, three to 5% of Earth population at the time died, making it one of the deadliest uh, epidemics in human history. So there you all go. Phil said, oh, it was the vaccine that did it. They spread the vaccine around. 
I'm not even gonna respond to that. What you wanna say, Mr. Sean? How you doing, bro? Peace, peace. Uh, yeah, I just wanna deal with one of, actually see if I can knock out two in one of uh, uh, Phil's claims. Um, That's Dr. Phil, man. <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't give people the titles. They ain't earned. Doctor Phil, misleading the people is not a doctrine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I want to share my screen real quick. I want to deal with something. Give me a second, and I'm gonna give it up, and then whatever we need to get to, can get to it. Um, <laughs> boom. What? And boom. All right. So first, I want to deal with um, asthma. So I want to give you a working definition of asthma. The reason that I'm actually doing this is because we've had two people claim to have uh, become <laughs> to catch or catch or <laughs> get asthma after being vaccinated. So asthma is a chronic disease involving the airways in the lungs. These airways or bronchial tubes allow air to come in and out of the lungs. So if you have asthma, your airways are always inflamed. They become even more swollen and the muscles around the airways can tighten when something triggers your symptoms. This makes it difficult for uh, air to move in and out of your lungs, causing symptoms such as coughing, wheezing, shortness of breath, and or chest tightness, okay? Now, uh, I'm not gonna read the entire article. I will put it in the chat for people. However, if you have uh, asthma, then more than likely you had to have visited an, an allergy or an immunologist. Okay, in this uh, scientific discussion about uh, the immune system or vaccines and so on and so forth, you have to get immunologist. Now, some people call them an allergist. What are they? They're often referred to as allergists. They are specialists in diagnosing and treating allergies, asthma, and immune deficiency uh, disorders. Now, allergists in the United States have completed medical school at least three years of residency in pediatrics or internal medicine, then at least two years of specialized training in allergy and immunology. I want to say that again because we have a lot of people faking the funk. Immunologist or allergist in the United States have completed medical school. So however long it take you to complete medical school. And then at least three more years of res residency in pediatrics or internal medicine. And then two more years of specialized training in allergy and immunology. To be board certified, they must pass an examination given by American Board of Allergy and Immunology to maintain board certification, allergists must complete a rigorous maintenance of certification process that includes continuing medical education practice, assessment quality, improvement activities, and completion of a recertification exam at specified intervals. All right. Now, to be more specific, uh, more specific, um, and shorten up the definition for asthma, uh, I will give you another intel. But I think everybody got what we were saying there. Okay. So, uh, in a childhood vaccinations and risk of asthma, right? Phil made the claim that asthma, uh, vaccines causes asthma. So I'm gonna get straight to the point. 
I'm gonna give you an abstract, right? And then I'm gonna I'm back it up, okay? So here's the background. A few previous studies have suggested that childhood vaccines, particularly wholesale uh, pertussis vaccine may increase the risk of asthma. We evaluated the suggested association between childhood vaccinations and risk of asthma. Watch the method. So this is what they did in a cohort study involving 167,240 children who were enrolled in four large health maintenance organizations during 1991 and 97, with the follow-up from uh, birth until at least 18 months to a maximum of six years of age. Vaccinations were ascertained through computerized immunization tracking systems and an onset of asthma was identified through computerized data on medical care encounters and uh, medication dispensings. All right, so what was the results from the method used? In the study, 18,407 children, 11% developed asthma with the medium age at an onset of 11 months. Relative risk, 95% confident intervals of asthma were 0 0.92 uh, to 1.02. 0.92 is the average. For uh, what is that, diphtheria and a tetanus in a whole cell pertussis vaccine. Now, 1.09% uh, for oral polio vaccine, 0.97 for measles, mumps, and rubella and MR vaccine, 1.18 of the hemophilus influenza type B and 1.20 for hepatitis B vaccine. The HIV results was not consistent across health maintenance organizations and a sub-analyst restricted to children who are at least two medical care encounters during the first year, the relative risk decreased to 1.07 for the HIV and 1.09 for the hepatitis B vaccine. In conclusion, there is no association between diphtheria, tetanus, and wholesale pertussis vaccine, or your polio vaccine, or MMR, and the risk of asthma. The weak association of HIV and hepatitis B vaccine seem to be at least partially accounted for by healthcare utilization information bias. Now, you can get the full text from the site. I'm, I'm gonna deliver that to y'all in just a minute. Let me get to uh, this real quick. So uh, we can just kill all of this. All right, so vaccines and the risk of autopsy and asthma. So in this particular article, it talks about influenza vaccine. It talks about uh, Berkeley's Calmet. I don't want to get to that. I don't want to get to that. I want to get to, where well, I'm going to go. All right, here. I'm, I'm going to go straight. I want to read all this, but I'm going to go straight to the actual uh, the bottom of it, this thing. Now, in this article, right, it's going to back up the other article, but it's going to give you more up-to-date information just so you actually know. So I want to let y'all know. Look at the dates. It was updated in 2016. But the one that I want to read, there you go, uh, this one. So do vaccines cause uh, asthma or allergies? Now, several large studies have investigated the relationship between vaccines and allergies. One well-controlled study was performed using computerized records of children born between 91 and 97, which talks about what we did earlier, so I'm not going to get into that. Another large well-controlled study uh, prospectively evaluated the risk of allergies following recent of the pertussis vaccine in 669 children. Infants were randomized to receive one of three different 
uh, vaccines or control vaccine that did not plant uh, pestis beginning at two months of age. Children were followed for about two and a half years, and the risk of allergies was determined by parents' questionnaires and examinations of medical records. Allergic disorders studied included asthma, skin reactions, hay fever hives, and food allergies. No differences in the incidence of allergic diseases were observed in the children who did or did not receive protestus vaccine. Of interest, children with natural protestus infections were more likely to develop allergic diseases than children not infected with protestus. Now, to get out of that, finally, a population-based cohort study followed 5,500 patients from the ages of 7 to 44 years. Investigators looked for associations between a recent uh, recipient of vaccines and the asthma of a topic disease. No association was found between a, uh, the receipt of childhood vaccines and the asthma, uh, eczema, and the food allergies. Now, taken together, these studies fail to support the hypothesis that vaccines cause asthma or allergic disease. Okay? Now, for everybody here, this is straight to the point. I have three sources that I am going to provide you in the chat that will tell you that vaccines do not cause asthma. If you don't believe me, you can check with your uh, immunologist in your local area if you know what that is and that you should know now. You can check with them and you can ask them for all the evidence backing that up. Now, all of these are heavily sourced, so you can go behind them and you can get it. You can even go to a pediatric site and they're going to deal with it as well, especially this one right here. That's all I wanted to say real quick, Uncle, by him saying that he uh, went to Trinidad and, and all of a sudden he, you know, he got vaccinated and now all of a sudden he came down with, with uh, asthma. Yeah, that's... That ain't even a daggone point. <laughs> the real point is that's not science, man. You, you can't just say, well, I got asthma and took a vaccine. That's not science. So we're not gonna appeal to, to the emotion of the people. And that's what he was basically doing. That's why I told you, I said, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Where's that paperwork at? You know what I'm saying? I wasn't being smart and I wasn't being facetious. But I mean, why would you bring your personal experience in here? That's crazy, man. But that's what they do, man. Go ahead, Chief X, what you got to say, brother? Yeah, I do. I do want to add. Um, um, it was a, the caller. I think it was Roy Bay who called in, and it was another caller um, when Dr. Mayotte was on, and Roy Bay had mentioned something to the fact of, "Do you think they're doing making these vaccines and vaccinating to mess with the black population <laughs> in some type of way?" Uh, uh, <laughs> whether it's to make us sick or kill us off and all that. And I had wished that my, Dr. Mayat and um, you, Ankh, had to kind of cut them off, cut the ring off on them, you know what I mean? Because there are no race-based vaccines of any kind like, like that, you know what I mean? Vaccines aren't race-based. So like I always tell the story, when I was in the Navy, we all lined up to get our vaccine before we went overseas. All the Asians, Mexicans, you just line up in alphabetical order to get your vaccine. They didn't have, okay, let me, this is a black man, let me get the, the black person vaccine. They, they said that, the don't you? Say it again. They said that? They said it was race-based? I didn't hear that. 
Well, no, the question that Roy Bay called in was, do you think that these vaccines are here to mess with black people or to, oh. you know, cause afflictions on black people? Oh, I get you. So, I get your point. I yeah, so point. I like to shut that down by letting people know vaccines aren't race-based. My mom uses the LVN. She used to go to places outside of pharmacies mm -hmm. and give vaccines to people during the flu season. Mm -hmm. She didn't have, never have no black person's vaccine or a white huh. person's vaccine. It's all one vaccine for all race. It's for all humans. Vaccines are for humans. They're not race-based. So they're killing the human race, but the human race is living longer. <laughs> huh? That's crazy. Where you at, Nahisi? Get in this, man. What you thought about the conversation? Get in. Oh, uh, man, the conversation was kind of crazy. I mean, uh, Dr. Mayotte, I watched that one this morning. Mm. And I, it's it's almost like the whatever, the, I call it the BNAC, the Black New Age community. They just, they just don't get it. They're not studying. They are hooked on to this New Age system. When these people are talking, it's, it's, it makes no sense. It's just like what Sean presented today. Was that appeal to authority that Sean put up? But you got the community saying that's appeal to authority, and that's not appeal to authority. So, you know, it's like they don't get it. You know, it, it, it becomes frustrating. I don't know how you do it, all. I, they don't get it because anybody can be a damn preacher. But everybody can't be a scientist. And everybody can't read scientific literature and understand it. He, he, even Phil Valentine, he didn't he doesn't understand scientific literature. He doesn't understand the process. One minute he talked about empirical data. He was given empirical data, right? But I was given the European science. Well, wait a minute, science is based off empirical data. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I got a chance to make that point. You know what I'm saying? So we can't worry about that. Our job is to give the correct information. Right. That's our job. You know what I mean? We we not going, you know, like I dare y'all ask anybody in your family about vaccines. They go, you gonna get the story. Here could the story everybody get. Well, you know, cousin Winston called me got sick when she got the flu shot. I bet y'all right now. Tomorrow, next time we do a show, come back with those findings. Ask, ask your family member. Everybody gonna have a story how they got sick about the flu shot. But oh, you know that that's the norm because. The reason they get sick is because the body's being introduced to that, and the body's the immune system is doing what it's supposed to do. Okay. So that's it's working. The immune system is working. Right. <laughs> but it's the flu shot. But this is the ignorance of understanding information. So the ignorance and 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 and, and Phil taking those long periods of time to explain he was really googly gosh. I'm saying scholarship. So I mean that's that's part of what we what we up against, man. You know what I mean? Don't blame Sarnetta, man. That's his platform. That's what he do. I just be glad to get on there to kind of give, you know, imagine Phil just talking without nobody saying something. Imagine how that ends. Go figure that. So you gotta get him in real time. I don't think me and him be having a conversation anymore. Pretty sure I won't get a chance at that no more. So that's a nice shirt you got on there unbiased. Uh-huh. He did. No religion. No religion, man. And then he said the religion, the church of science. <laughs> yeah, when he got to mixing all that uh church of pharmacology and uh uh uh, uh and, and trying to connect the um 
scientists and, and science to the Catholic Church and the Vatican. You know, he was going on one of them pseudo spills. Hmm. See, who we got in the chat room? Any questions in the chat room? The <laughs> question your aunt, why you say uh, you can't you can't win this debate? Because it ain't it ain't about you can't win it because it's not you can't win a debate, it's not a debate. So the point is we will never convince those people up there of anything. We will never convince the ignorant. The job is to to actually, you know, teach a person about what's going on. It's, it's always the same thing with evolution. It's the ignorance of evolution is why people don't understand the conversation. They're ignorant of it. They're ignorant of science, they're ignorant of biology, they're ignorant of evolution. And, and if you're ignorant of evolution and biology then how, and science, how the hell are you gonna understand what a vaccine is? This man literally said it was surgery when you put a needle in the arm. Even if that's part of the definition, and me and Wuja was talking about that, I think that might be part of the definition. Uh, would you say that a mosquito, like Wuja said, would you say that a mosquito was a surgeon because he sticks you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, stop it, Phil. Okay, stop it. Stop trying to make it sound like a needle with surgery. They said an ultrasound is surgery. Yeah, and all that, I'm saying all that could make that, that listen, this is what the pseudo do. We probably could look that up and that might fall in that category. But he know the hell we talk, like why, 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 what was the purpose of saying that? You feel me? They, and, I, and I brought out the point that they considered, they called it surgery early on because they actually would cut your arm open and put the cowpox in it. We know they did that in West Africa. They didn't do that in China, and I'm not sure if they did it. They did something in India. China did the scabs, and you know they sniff that shit, crush it up and sniff it. Uh, what 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 he's doing is he's piggybacking off of the 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 where we're speaking of invasive procedure. Right. Okay. Right. He's That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to parlay it into that. Right. It's too much. It's just a needle, sir. <laughs> Stop it, sir. It's a needle, sir. Hey. Uh. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, Sean pointed out, uh, Dr. Mayotte pointed out the cohort studies, 100,000 children, 650,000 children. Now, the pseudo doctors, uh, I think the most they had was 12 children, and that was Andrew Wakefield. He had 12 children at, compared to 100,000, 600,000. We're supposed to go over 12 children, over damn near a million children studied. Now, when you was debating uh, Dr. Phil, he gave a name, Andrew Molden. Okay, well, let's find out who he is. He was a Canadian quack who published, <laughs> <laughs> who published an extreme form of anti-vaccine woo, claiming that vaccines, uh, uh, claiming that vaccines as the causes of most illnesses in diabetes, including autism, but check this out. It says, in, in addition to his anti-vaccine ideology, which is frequently too extreme even for those other anti-vaxxers. So he's the most extreme. It says Andrew Molden was a germ theory denialist, a conspiracy crank, a 9-11 truther, a failed politician, and a snake oil salesman offering internet-based magical procedure to uncover the truth <coughs> of everything from shaking baby syndrome and sudden infant death syndrome to uh, dementia and Alzheimer's disease. Now this is the guy Phil quoted. Yeah, I was waiting for that. You supposed to send me that, yo. Yeah, I bro. I, I got I got caught up. I was in the car and I had I didn't 
I got, I got distracted. I can't even deal with you. See, you, you had me on a limb on that. It, it says, <laughs> look, 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 I'm biased. So I didn't watch it. I clicked at the end and he said something about asthma. That's why I address asthma because I heard him say that. Yeah, and I'm sitting here sending unk stuff. I'm like, no. Right, right, right. And guess yeah. what? I'm like, man, I'm kicked off the show. <laughs> it kicked off the show too. Hey, hold on. Hey, Uncle, check this out. Check, hey, Sean, check this out. It says Molden claims several academic degrees, including a medical degree, but he was not licensed to practice medicine anywhere. In fact, there were apparently restraining orders to keep him out of major medical conferences. Okay. <laughs> According yeah, to him anyway. Right this dude don't have a medical license at all. And this dude, Phil the Quack, was quoting this guy like this was sent from God. What, what's Phil Dunn. What's Phil Dunn. Phil, you're done, son. <laughs> what's his name again? Uh, Andrew Molded, M-O-U-L-D-E-N. I can't hey. wait to I can't wait to chop that video up. Hey, I, yeah, I was just about I say I, I know my man Chief X gonna do some work on that man. I can't wait to see the video. Right here, right? Yeah, that's him right there. Yeah. Oh man, no, you didn't, Philly. No, you didn't. Hold you on. always say they quote the white boys and all but yeah. White boys. <laughs> <laughs> do it every time. Oh, he's on rational wiki. Oh, that means he's super pseudo. <laughs> on what would you? Rational wiki. Rational wiki, one of my favorite sites. Yo, yo, I mean, like, you look at, at this point. If you quote someone like him, like you, you are intentionally, you are deliberately uh, misinforming uh, the community on purpose. Like you are the agent. At this point, you are the agent. Oh man. Hey, hold on, hold on, bro. I gotta ask Chief X a question real quick. No, he didn't. Chief. No, he didn't Chief. do that. Chief. Yes, sir. That picture. What is Phil Valentine? Is he black or white? <laughs> white. Well then Phil Valentine is a white man who is the father of all lies. <laughs> the father of all lies. Yeah. Hey, hold on real quick. Let's deal with let's deal with his source. So, Dr. Andrew Molden, oh, what you what you were never told about vaccines? Here we go. Let's see, Dr. Molden, can you tell us a bit about your background? I'm 44 years of age. This was in 2009, so it, so he's 54 years of age now. I'm 44 years of age. I've spent my entire adult life in academia, university, and clinical health science studies, practice, and research. My affinity for the brain and behavioral science stem from a genuine desire to find answers to many uh, unanswered questions. Questions such as, why are we here? What makes us human? And what causes illnesses like schizophrenia, dementia, motor sclerosis, learning disabilities, and many other often deliberating illnesses? All right, so it continues. Uh, my area of expertise is neurobehavioral assessment of the brain and behavioral disorders. My bachelor degree was in biological psychology. I graduated a valedictorian with an 88% community average from Nipissing University. I don't know what that is, but North, <laughs> North Bay, Ontario, Canada, in my core area of specialty. My master's degree was in child development with my main thesis in language and neurocognitive development in children and adolescents at Loretteen University. My undergraduate courses, uh, course grads in brain and behavior, 98% in 
neurobiology, not percent but straight age, I achieved a similar level of academic success during a master's and PhD. All right, so my PhD was in clinical experimental neuropsychology. I completed a sub-specialization in cognitive neuroscience at the University of Ottawa during the PhD degree. Okay, so he's talking a lot about himself. He's talking about natural science and so on and so forth. It's just on one question. It's an interview. Here go question two. Uh, wait, if I can find it. Hey, here you go. Uh, we understand that you made a revolutionary discovery. Can you tell us about it? Here go his revolutionary discovery. Through my extensive research and my work throughout the years, I've discovered that vaccinations are causing impaired blood flow ischemia to brain and body for clinically silent to death. These are strokes across the board for all of us. I have reason to believe that all are being affected and all vaccinations are causing the overwhelming rise in autism. Specific learning disability, attention dis, uh, deficiency disorder, and sudden infant death, Gulf War syndrome, dementia, seizure disorders, some cancers, it would appear, and much, much more. Now, what led you away from the rigid and possible blinker views of most of the rest of the medical profession? I don't want to get into that. He talked about. Oh, hey, 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 Sean. Yes. Yo, Sai got to get him back on there. Yo, he got to be challenged. This wild. Look, look who he presented to the community as an authority. Like, yo, really got to get checked for that. Uh, he's straight. <laughs> he's straight. It's the thing about it, it's intentional. He knows it. Yeah. Exactly, Chief. No, Chief got him. Make that video, Chief. We'll share that joint. <laughs> Make sure you get me in that conversation. Exactly. Andrew, who? Andrew, who? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a few problems with this guy, and I was having a conversation with uh, Black Panther one day, and a lot of these PhDs, uh, people with a PhD, men that is, are ego driven, like they act like they can't be wrong, and they spew a lot of the misinformation. So what I'm trying to figure out is. What was this guy's methodology? How did he come to that conclusion? And where's the evidence? Uh, this is just a basic interview, but this is this is the problem that we've been saying. People always talk about the Amara squad. They must be the white man. They must be getting paid by the white man. Right. And soon as we go to the evidence and we deal with your pseudo sources, we come back to people like these white men sitting on a couch talking the craziest, quackiest things in the world about us. This is him. He's 54 years of age, known for making outlandish claims and ain't bagged none up. He ain't the only one. I wonder what Rational Wiki got to say. You should click on that. Well, let's say, let's see what it says. That's the one I read from. All right, okay, this is the one he read. It was a Canadian quack. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go down a little bit further. Yeah. Read the crack pot one. I didn't read that one. Which one? Yeah, they use they use a lot of humor. That's why I like them. Okay, it says Mona had very little use for science or the scientific method. He said <laughs> never. He said the science can never replace common sense, and your own powers are direct observations. Let's see. Let's see if we can get that quote. Uh, it's in chapter two of a book. 
by Andrew Molden, uh, Vaccine Errors from Mads. By so this is coming out of his book. That's a direct quote out of his book. Now, he also rejected peer review or substantial clinical trials of his ideas of invention, discounting the whole thing as an exercise in uh, futility and claiming limited resources, making it not worth bothering with. Okay, let's check the source. This, this is in chapter four of his book. Now, the one thing about this particular article is it is quoting him from his book. This complete reliance of anecdotal evidence and refusal to submit his ideas to any sort of scrutiny makes him an ideal example of pseudoscience. I agree. He instead chose to take his ideas straight to the public and the courts for several years for announcing his discoveries of a true case. Molden promised to release all the studies, all the information, all the mechanisms at a late 2008 anti-vaccine conference in China. Apparently, it fizzled because now the only way to get his information is to buy his four DVD box set and comic book. They call the man books comic books. Bowden has also attempted to file various briefs in the vaccine courts and to file criminal comp uh, complaints against drug companies in Canada. As with all quacks, Bowden had a highly developed. Uh, <laughs> complex. He made all the classical cliche comparisons of himself as Galileo and Christopher Columbus who are according to uh, Molden the world around. Molden claims to have uh, submitted several uh, screeds as manuscripts to university publishers. He also claims that he managed to use awesome threats to force the university to receive his manuscript but that is merely collecting dust. Now, he also apparently turned dangerous uh, against the medical community. Molden said that the great pride that he had been physically removed from medical facilities and has restraining orders that prevent him from getting anywhere near major medical conferences. So I'm going to stop right there. Uh, um, I got to see something else about this guy. I'm going to stop sharing real quick and let y'all get back into the bill because that's something I need to investigate on this bill as well. See, we need to be able to catch these quacks in real, in real time. You know, people make them outlandish, uh, uh, unfounded statements. So in real time, we need to be able to, um, I'm biased, you felt, you supposed to have that for me today, you know? Yeah, I had it, I had it in my phone, but um, I, I, I was eating. I, I got invited to, uh, you know. That's messed up. The food. Any other time you text me, worrying and shit me. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that this doctor is using common sense to heal people? <laughs> yeah. In real time, I tried to call in a, um, on Sarnetta when uh, Dr. Mike was talking to the sister, and she made the claim that the senator in New York had got a flu shot, right, and then he died. And I tried to call in. I eventually, after I sent Dr. Mayat the actual report, that, that, that Senator didn't die from a flu shot. He died from septic poison. Had nothing to do with a flu shot. Wow. But she said that, and she threw it out there as if it was fact. And I was trying to call in and say, Stan, that's some bullshit. Oh, yeah. Why, why, you, why you letting that get with you? Know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fact check. So, so I sent it to Dr. Mayat. She started laughing. She said, Are you serious? I said, Look, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go right here. He's gonna be that he died from septic poisoning. He died from the flu shot. 
it was thrown out there like it was uh, we're gonna head in our document. Okay, so uh peep this. The fact is Molden never finished his residency program, which was his uh psychiatry, not uh, not any uh field related to vaccines, by the way. And he has never been licensed to practice medicine anywhere. Don't take my word for it. So just read it directly from the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Ontario the one and only official medical license licensing body of Ontario. I'm going to go a little bit further on the guy. It don't take me long. All right, so the page ain't found based on that link. But I bet you we can find out this information from the uh, where, this, where this person telling us to go. So it says, so having a medical degree of being able to call yourself a doctor just isn't enough. Earning a PhD doesn't grant you the right to call yourself a doctor. But someone who fails to complete an actual medical residency program is no more able to treat patients or prescribe treatments as someone who earned their PhD in economics or history. Although in reality, you may have better luck getting medical advice from a doctor of history rather than someone like Molden who pretends to be a legitimate doctor. So there's discrepancies in his in his uh, so-called doctrine. So he's basically like he's basically like Umar Johnson. He earned he, he earned his um, PhD uh, um, education classes wise, but he never did his internship to be considered a psychologist because you're supposed to do about a year and a half under a real psychologist and complete your internship and things like that. All right, I'm uh, looking at a science blog article related to this guy. I'm gonna see what it talks about. Not it's opinionated. Oh, let me see what sources say. Oh, they got Robert De Niro on their team. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Robert De Niro, Robert Janet J F Kennedy Jr. What y'all talking about? And, uh, Anti, anti oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, to match all the dubious science and the autism, as Kevin Lynch points out, there are at least 150 scientifically unsupported treatments. Right here. A Canadian doctor, Andrew Moden, says he conclusively proved seven years ago that vaccines cause microvascular strokes. Dr. Moden has a 21-year-old record of award-winning medical study and practice starting at Nipissing University, but he has been unable to get the attention of the College of Physicians or politicians to investigate his findings, which have been corroborated by other doctors. This is someone writing in support of him, by the way. Um, I'll read both sides of the argument. He also says that shots cause our body's own immune systems to hyperreact as large white blood cells naturally rush to attack foreign particles injected into our bloodstream. The white blood cells are too big, so they surround tiny uh, capillaries, capillaries where the foreign particles land, clog and collapse the capillaries. This cuts out the pathways for the smaller red blood cells to carry oxygen to the organs near those capillaries that contain the foreign particles. 
When the particles flow near the brain, this lack of blood supply can lead to autism, SID, and many other diagnosed illnesses in both children and adults. I'm laughing because this is a lie. Our immune systems will continue fighting the particles leading to the long-term chronic illness. Different organs are affected depending on where the particles are, which leads to different symptoms, but basic causes are the, uh, the same. And before this discovery, so uh, yeah, man, you get a vaccine, man, you're going to develop autism in your brain and uh, <laughs> fall out based on him. Million people could have it. Yeah, that was a fake. Uh, that was a fake science article. Uh, uh, article two. It was on some fake science called scienceblogs.com. He had no sources in that. <laughs> once I once I got to breaking down aluminum and breastfeeding woman, breastfeeding women, giving that aluminum to the baby and all that. That's when he began to run and talking about. I'm not gonna go back and forth. But you know what? That's what it, it's a discussion. A discussion, you're supposed to go back and forth. One person discuss something, the next person discuss something. <laughs> well, that's what I thought. And then you start running. Yeah, so it says seven ways to talk to anti-vaxxers that might actually change their minds. I don't even, I don't even want to get caught up in this. I'm talking to them fools. Did you guys read the uh, from all the high yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we read that? OK. Yeah, what the importance of it. Go ahead, you can read it. Go ahead, do it again. All right. Okay. So here we go. So you can see my screen. Yeah. All right. I mean, okay. So right here, zero point seven. I'm gonna read that. The average quantity of formaldehyde to which a young infant can be exposed at one time may be as high as 0.7 milligrams. So keep that in mind right there. Okay, so here, formaldehyde is essential in human metabolism and is required for the synthesis of DNA and amino acids, the building blocks of protein. Therefore, all humans have detectable quantities of natural, remember he said this was a natural, right? <laughs> of natural formaldehyde in their circulation, about 2.5 UG of formaldehyde per milliliter of blood. Assuming an average weight of a two month a two month old of five kg and an average blood volume of eighty five uh, milliliters per kilogram, the total quantity of formaldehyde found in an infant circulation will be about one point one milligram, a value about fifteen hundred times more. Got that? One point one is fifteen hundred times more than the amount an infant will be exposed to in any individual vaccine. So we lay that to rest just now. This is 1,500 more times. The natural shit is what a so, child is exposed to uh, with a vaccine. So I was I was, I was, was way off then. I said a baby already has in them 50 times more than formaldehyde in them already. 1,500. <laughs> I'm off 1,500. Right, so we can lay that to rest. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I told Phil. Why don't you go ahead and just tell the women to stop breastfeeding their babies? Right. Yeah, just might as well. Go ahead. Figure out something. Just eat some air or something. <laughs> then he tried to say it was different. It's organic, organic. Come on, man. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. I, I, okay. Uh, we we got to stop all that. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, um, 
Um, I was looking at the therapeutic vaccines for allergic disease mm -hmm. um, on uh, nature.com. They got an article on there, right? Mm -hmm. And in the abstract, um, before the rest of it, it talks about uh, allergic diseases are highly prevalent worldwide and affect all age groups, contributing to a high personal and socioeconomic burden. Treatment with an uh, allergy vaccine or allergen immunotherapy aims to provide long-lasting benefits by inducing unresponsiveness to the uh, relevant antigen. The consequences of therapy are considered disease-modifying range from different of the immune, uh, responses to the reduction of safety. Now, uh, uh, hold up. I don't want to... Uh, I bet I'll just read. Well, in the article it, it says, furthermore, uh, allergen immune therapy in, uh, interventions have a potential to promote or cease the development of additional allergic manifestations with a long term overall effect on uh, morbidity and quality of life. Uh, here we review proposed mechanisms underlining the therapeutic effects of immune therapy for allergic diseases. Further, we discuss both standard and novel approaches and po uh, possible future directions in the development of allergen immune therapy. So um, one of the things that I wanted to mention though, don't vaccines help uh, people who have asthma? Will do. I thought, I, you know, because if, if, if I was an asthma right in the way certain vaccines work, it would help people with asthma. Yeah, I mean. So uh, the allergic diseases such as atopic dermatitis or AD or AA, which is allergic asthma or allergic retinitis and food allergy are highly prevalent worldwide. While multiple therapeutic approaches are a, uh, available to treat the allergy symptoms, the allergy vaccine or the allergen specific immune therapy uh, is currently the only option offering a disease modifying intervention. The ultimate goal of the AIT protocol is to provide specific curative therapy with associated long-term tolerance. However, even in a partial reduction in a disease uh, severity and medication use represent clinically relevant beneficial outcomes of therapy. Moreover, both a reduction in symptoms per se and slow progression of the allergic march, uh, appearance of subsequent uh, allergic manifestations in a given patient in time, as well as the decrease in induction of new sensitization have a great impact of well-being and quality of life. Finally, resultant reduction in the use of classical administered medications such as corticosteroids or uh, antihistamines leads to a decrease in associated side effects, risk, and cost. As a consequence, there are already indicators that the AIT leads to a reduction of public health care burden. All right, so again, the AIT, yeah, I remember, Isabel. Then you get into the history. However, this some this some stuff that probably take too long of a time for y'all to actually understand it. Uh, but I'm gonna drop it in the chat so y'all can have it to disseminate exactly why is this relevant uh, to the topic. 
because you have people saying that uh, they have allergies <laughs> and these vaccines are going to deal with their allergies again. If you're if you have an allergy problem, please go see an immunologist or an uh, allergist. Uh, they will properly uh, educate you on the said subject. This is why this was brought up initially anyway. And uh, what Chief X at? I'm right here. All right, Chief. So what, what other, because I know you was listening and foaming at the mouth while he was talking crazy. What other claim did he make? Um, shit. Um, he made the claim of, um, I can't even think off the head. <laughs> Um, I mean, every claim an anti-vaxxer make, he alluded to or inferred to, you know, the mercury. But one one thing I think you guys always have to be clear is let people know that there was never any mercury ever in the MMR, only in the flu vaccine. That's what a lot of people don't know. Actually, I found it out recently this year also. It's just stupid. Um, let me check the chat, man. All right, so real quick, just to be specific, based on what I was actually reading, they have therapeutic vaccines for uh, for allergic disease. So people who have uh, allergies towards certain things, there are ther therapeutic vaccines that help them. That's basically what the article is saying. Mm -hmm. So if you got allergies or you got certain type of uh, allergens, you know, um, an immunologist knows what to do to actually help you still, you know, get these the vaccines. So that's basically what the, the thing says in the gist. But go ahead, um check with the chat, man. What time we at? We at about an hour. Yeah. So it really comes down to this. They're really just trying to say you can't trust your government at all and your government is trying to kill you. That that's oh. pretty much you know, yes. what they believe. You ain't saying it right. White man is a devil. <laughs> right, right, right. He said uh one government of his is our enemy and the government is white. <laughs> They're trying to kill you. <laughs> it's crazy. One of his claims was uh that vaccination isn't science, it's genocide. Oh my god. He just said anything. He delivered he he said that. At 13 minutes, 18 seconds. I couldn't believe you said that word. Yeah. <laughs> I timestamped it. Yeah, you want to add something in Morpheus? I can barely hear you, Morpheus. Yeah, I was saying, I was I was trying to add um, on to what uh, Chief X was talking about when he was talking about the mercury. And I said that it was the thiomersal right, that they used to use in the vaccine. But they, and, and what's happening is because people don't understand thiomersal um, and its connection to uh, mercury, right? Because, because thiomersal is a mercury compound that's used as a preservative, right? And it was used, was used in some vaccines. However, but because the people said, well, mercury, uh, uh, exposure to mercury caused uh, damaged brain and kidneys, but thiomersal, right? There is no- Are you saying thermosol? Yeah, th yeah, thiomersal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thiomersal. Right. Thiomersal. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, thiomersal. That they ain't no scientific. <laughs> I said he came with a new one. Yeah, right. 
there, there, there is no scientific evidence to support that claim that the Marisol is connected to, you know, any kind of. Right. But, but, but how they jumping out the window is by saying that Mercury itself, uh, the damage that in Mercury. Well, Mercury is in fish. You eat fish, right? Uh, it, it, it Mercury right. Fish. A can of tuna fish. Yeah, it's can of tuna fish. So what is so? So what are we talking about? Right. And they, you got to ask them which Mercury because, bro, they, they are talking about methyl. And when you talk about the thimerosal, that's not dealing with methyl at all. It's dealing with ethyl. Right. So, right. but they're real slick. So they, so they won't say, they, they won't ever, ever say ethyl. They'll just say mercury. And when you hear, when people hear mercury and how it's, it's a damaging or toxic, it's always the methyl, the methyl mercury, the methyl mercury. So, so they leave that taste in your mouth by just saying mercury. Hey, 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 I'm biased. Yeah. Can, can y'all check the source? He also said that uh, that getting vaccinated was surgery. Oh my god! <laughs> he said vaccinations was surgery. He jumped out the window. Now nah, listen, listen. <laughs> what, he, what he said was he's trying to make a point where he read off some document. I don't know where it came from, but he was trying to make the. They, they include a lot of different things in surgery, but he misused that. That's what the pseudo do. They misuse scientific terms. Man. Yeah, we got to clear that one up. It's fear mongering. Then the mosquito is a damn surgeon. Then, if that's what you think. <laughs> and remember, this is the same guy that said, "Don't go to school." Yeah, yeah, he's true. He, he said the real school is in the streets. <laughs> so you know, you know, you ask, you ask, because he used a lot of hyperbole. So you ask an anti-vaxxer, was they vaccinated? His answer is yes. And he could have said, we well, you know it, it affected me a little bit. But he didn't say that. He said, I almost died. Like he was on his deathbed. Almost died from a shot. I mean, goddamn, you have to exaggerate so much. I almost died. <laughs> I believe that. Come on, man. I don't believe that, man. Yeah, yeah. It's always, it's always some extreme, some extreme cases. Guy, uh, you know, autism. He's really good. Well, well, a lot of them are really good at uh, appealing to emotions to win an argument. Right. Yeah. Feel like if they can appeal to your emotions, then you're gonna be in the chat chan form, which is which is what usually happens. So just to give y'all a, a brief definition of what surgery is. Surgery is the branch of medicine that em employs operations in the treatment of disease or injury. Surgery can involve cutting, abrading, uh, suturing, or otherwise physically changing body tissues and organs. Does that sound like a, what a vaccine does? Uh, no, an ultrasound <laughs> don't change no body tissue. <laughs> he said getting an ultrasound with surgery. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that's crazy. Man, once you tell me you believe in flat earth, man, it's a wrap. So Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. So, so so hold on real quick. So the definition of a vaccine is a substance used to stimulate the production of antibodies and provide immunity against one or several diseases prepared from the causative agent of a disease it uh product its products or synthetic substitute treated to act as an antigen without inducing the disease. So 
I think that it's very important for the community to know what the definition of the vaccine is, uh, what are uh, immunologists or allergists. Um, these are key things that they need to know. Um, and even dealing with the ingredients, uh, um, bias, you want to get into our, the, the number one thing is uh, when you talk about vaccines, they like to talk about the ingredients, which leads us to uh, to the fetuses. Right. Okay. Bring that up now or not, Uncle, that's cool. But um, how many vaccines have uh, the so-called baby fetuses in all right, so 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 the way that worked is that um that there was an abortion some years ago, and and they used the live cells from that abortion, but that was the only time ever. But it was a live cell, so it was not a baby fetus at all. It was a live cell, and since then they had reproduced those cells. So I think it was two abortions some years back. 19, I don't know. I'm not gonna guess, but it was some years back. Yeah, I was gonna say 70s, but yeah, it was two abortions, and they used the live cell. From, from from the the, the border fetuses, which you're supposed to do. It, it's you supposed to use living cells for living, you know, virus. Uh, and then they just replicated the cells after that. So it, it, they they don't take any more uh, aborted fetuses and take those cells out. Just two aborted fetuses, fifty years ago, and they just repl replicated the cells. That's it. Yeah, a a fetus and a cell is two different fucking things. <laughs> hey, Brian, you listening? <laughs> and so let me ask you this. What vaccine has the 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 uh, oh, for a minute. Sales That's vaccine. a good question. I don't know. Is it oh, all of them? I don't know. That that's a good question. All yeah, right. Look, that take two minutes. Let me say this real fast. Let's just say that they use aborted fetuses, fetuses. Yeah, I mean, to grow the cells in all the damn time. I'd rather use aborted. Fetuses, right, right. And go to Thanksgiving and half my family is dead. Right, right. Like y'all, they tripping. You know what I'm saying? They straight tripping. But that's okay, cause nature have a way of showing you. Like I said, my children, right? No measles, no mumps, no chicken pops. The shit I had. Why is it that my children, 30 years, 30, 35 years later, don't get these uh, infectious diseases? Cause you passed on, you passed on your immunity. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Also, no, go find that in a scientific article. Also, he talks about cow pus and monkey. Right. All, all this. Okay, sounds disgusting. So what? Does it save you? Yeah, I mean, that's just stupid. Let's just say it is. It so why? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cow pus. Okay. It's cow. And they are, I think Sean somebody made a good point about cow pus is in milk. And you drink they say that. milk is cow pus. Right, <laughs> and they, they drink that. Good point. Milk is cow pus. So let me, uh, let's see if we can answer your question. Uh, on by, or you say you didn't know. I think with the M and Mark, I'm looking at rubella right now. Right, so vaccine ingredients with fetal tissue specifically, uh, varicella, chicken pox, rubella, or the MMR, uh, hepatitis A, one version of the shingle vaccine, and one pre preparation of rabies vaccine are all made by growing the viruses in fetal embryo fibroblast cells. Two combination vaccines available also contain polio vaccine virus growing fetal cells. 
pentacells and quadricells. The, fibro, uh, the fibroblast cells are the cells needed to host other connective tissues together. The fetal embryo fibroblast cells used to grow vaccine viruses were first obtained from elective termination of pregnancies in the early 1960s. These same embryoic cells, uh, embryoic cells obtained from the early 1960s have continued to grow in the laboratory and are used to make vaccines today. No further sources of fetal cells are needed to make these vaccines. The reasons that fetal cells were originally used included viruses need cells to grow and tend to grow better in cells from humans than animals because they infect humans. Also, almost all cells die after they have divided a certain number of times. Typically, this number is known as the Hayflick limit. For most cell lines, including fetal cells, it is around 50 divisions. However, because fetal cells have not divided as many times as other cell types, they can be used longer. In addition, because of the ability to maintain cells at very low temperatures, such as in liquid nitrogen, scientists are able to continue using same fetal cell lines that were isolated in the 1960s. Now, as scientists studied these viruses in the lab, they found that the best cells to use were the fetal cells mentioned above. When it was time to make a vaccine, they continued growing the viruses in the cells that worked best during these early studies. Right. Well, you can go learn more about it, and there's also a video on the case. And then also there's your reference. Hey, shout out to Sarnet in the chat room, man. Make sure y'all go ahead and support that debate, man. Don't right, forget I'll be in Baltimore this weekend coming up. Um, Sarnet, uh, I had that, that conversation in Baltimore. Uh, hey, man, look, check this out, man. <laughs> Sarnet, a funny guy. <laughs> he don't understand that science is unfucking defeated, man. We just want to make that clear, man. Science is undefeated, man. It don't matter who they get, right? They got to be able to prove and verify what they're talking about. And this is one thing they cannot do. They can talk that talk, but they can't walk that walk, right? The whole world depends on vaccination, which is really a natural way of fighting disease, okay? Particular viruses. Your food won't do it for you. You know how they say your food is your medicine? Some bullshit right there, all right? Them viruses ain't, ain't stunting your food, right? Those, that food has to be able to get inside the cell membrane of the virus and stop it from replicating. Can your food do that? No, it cannot. Well, they say, well, food can help strengthen your immune system. Well, let's say it can strengthen your immune system. Let's just say, let's just say you got the best diet going, you have a strong immune system. Then we gotta go back to nature. How does nature, fight off diseases. Well, when a pathogen enters the body that the immune system does not recognize, right? It does what? You start to get sick. You start to develop, to develop antibodies against this new pathogen. The problem is in developing these, anti, an, I mean, in developing these antibodies against a new pathogen, you're gonna get sick, right? Because the body's trying to fight off this new pathogen 
it does not rec that it does not recognize these proteins. You get sick. You might make it depending on what it is you got. You might get super sick. You might get a little sick, but you might get sick and die. To cut all that out, with smart, intelligent people in Africa and Asia and in India, before the Europeans did, they decided to introduce a, a, a small portion, you know what I'm saying, of the pathogen. This is called inoculation, which was very, very dangerous. Right? If you go go to back to maybe the 19, I mean the 18, maybe 1840s, right? Um when that vaccine came out, the vaccine came out what 1797, right? <coughs> Jenna, I think it was 1797. Somebody look that up real quick. Hold on, you said like a what? Jenna, what was it 1797? Mm -hmm. Oh, Jenna. The first Ooh, vaccine? Yeah. Huh? Uh, yeah, Edward Jenner. Yeah, 1797, right? I think you might be right on that date. Or well, 1798. I won't make sure because I won't make a statement off that. Uh, yeah, it was well after uh, our boy. What? Hold on, I'm pulling it up for you right now. I, I said it. Uh, his his vaccination came well after. Uh, oh boy. And well after who? Once you gonna tell me I'm saying his name wrong. <laughs> Yeah, it's 1796. Yeah, nice. First vaccine of smallpox. Yep. All right. You got to go before that. And so if we go before that, right, uh, got to go to Boston, and I ain't going to get too detailed in it. Right. This is this is where you get your first case study at inoculation, where they start taking the smallpox and they cut that arm. They call, they call that surgery, and they put that. Uh, that small pot, they you know they put the cowpox, a piece of smallpox in there, right? Sold it back up. You got sick. It was dangerous. So one out of 40 people died from that. Meaning they got sick and they killed them. One out of 40. But those who wasn't inoculated, one out of seven died. So they had to make those choices. These are hard choices, y'all. Imagine you have to make that choice back then, and they was diving to get the daggone vaccination. Well, I'd rather have one family member die out of 40 family members than one out of every seven family members died. There you go, um, on the screen. That's the one right there. I don't want them to know the whole, you didn't gave them the whole ball of wax with that. <laughs> My bad. Hey, hey uh, can I give you another, can I give another example? Yeah, when I finish this one. Anyway. Okay. We're going to get off of that one. But anyway, <laughs> come on, man. Get that off the screen, man. Right, right. That's in 1721. This is actually, they actually end up vaccinating, I mean, inoculating maybe 250 people. It was actually your first case study, right, on that. They sent the information to, uh, uh, to England, to the Royal Society. 75 years later, right, Jenner puts together his, vax, his first vaccination based off of that case study right there. And at the, at the debate, right, and on Friday, this Friday coming up, I'll talk about who actually started that revolution right there. So I'm gonna let y'all Negro pins know right now, right? It's very selfish to be an anti-vaxxer, right? You're not community oriented. You're, you're, you're European with that. 
You're worried about yourself. Me, that's all you hear. Me, 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 me. Oh, my, 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 my. Oh, my baby. I ain't gonna get my baby that. Whatever. What about everybody else? They got a thing called, they call it herd immunity, but let's just say community, right? Immunity. Where the community, you know what I'm saying, get their levels up to the point where, right, the whole community is protected because there are people who have immune systems that are weak and they can't even get vaccinations. So based off of being a, a communal vaccinated, right, or herd immunity, right, this allows for those people protection too. And small babies and all that. That's important, right? But that's- an uh, Chris Collins is correct. Why are you doing that? Aunt, you froze up. Huh? You froze, who froze? There you go. You, you couldn't hear what I was saying? Nah, you froze up. Uh, I heard you. Okay. I heard you. Yeah. Anyway, I want to get off that. I want to get off that 1721, which 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 introduced the white boys to how you really get down. That and they got introduced to cutting edge, cutting edge science. And I don't care what the damn old pseudos got to say about this. But go ahead. Um, and we gonna get off here, yo, because I'm over my time. Let me share this right here. Okay, let me just piggyback off that real quick. Another example of what Ankh was saying what is um, today, all newborn babies get a vitamin K shot. They get a vitamin K shot for the same reason we get vaccine. Because vitamin K helps your blood clot. Okay? And without it, newborn baby, because you can only get vitamin K from eating food after you're born. So they give babies a vitamin K shot so they don't bleed out. So in the back in the day, one out of 100 babies were dying because they were bleeding out. And they figured out that newborn babies need a vitamin K shot so they won't bleed out and die so their blood can clot. So all babies get a vitamin K shot. Not that everybody will die, to save those one or two people whose blood doesn't clot easily from dying and bleeding out. So all babies now get a vitamin K shot, and I'm fine with that, and that's a good thing. It's to protect those who have a weaker system and their blood may, have, may not be able to clot easily, and they won't bleed out and die. So a vitamin K shot for newborn babies has saved also a million lives. What year did they figure this out? When did they figure this out? I don't know the exact dates, but you can look up vitamin K shots for infants and why they're given. It'll, it'll tell you why we began to give babies vitamin K shots. Interesting. Okay, so since we're on the subject of babies dying, this is a good this is a good time to segue to this. So SIDS, vaccines and sudden death, sudden infant death syndrome. Okay. Uh, vaccines have not been shown to cause sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS. Babies receive multiple vaccines when they are between two to four months old. This age range is also the peak age for sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS. So it's another correlation uh, thing that he tried to tie. So the timing of the two month and four month shots in SIDS has led some people to question whether they might be related. However, study shows have found that vaccines do not cause and are not linked to SIDS. It says, 
multiple research studies and safety views have looked at possible links between vaccines and SIDS, the evidence accumulated over many years do not show any links between childhood immunization and SIDS. So it says placing healthy babies on their backs to sleep reduces the risk of SIDS. SIDS is the sudden unexpected death of a baby younger than one year of age that doesn't have a known cause even for a complete investigation. These deaths often uh, happen during sleep or in their baby's sleep area. Now, the reason why I brought this up is because when uh, Dr. Hooker was secretly courting the uh, CDC whistleblower, he wasn't really entertaining the whole autism link thing. If you watch the interview, he was like, kind of like bored with that. He was trying to get him to go with this, go with the SIS linkage to a vaccination. So that I found that a little interesting. Hey, he wasn't even entertaining the MMR thing too much. So Hook, Hooker was trying to, uh, so the whole thing was he secretly courted the CDC whistleblower, quote unquote whistleblower, saying that he was trying to act like there was a link between autism and the MMR shot. But when you listen to the actual interview, he was trying to get Hooker to change his argument to SIDS. So he wasn't even really entertaining the whole MMR autism thing too much. But that was that was Hooker's claim to fame and the whole, you know, the whole anti-vax community claim to fame. The, li the link between autism and uh, NMR fact. Uh, Did Phil try to mention that guy? <laughs> uh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't hear him do that. Like many people never mention him because they really didn't research him. So all they can do is just mention his name, but they don't even know what happened. So every time somebody do mention him, I just ask them what happened. I, I know they don't know what happened with that whole case. I know they don't. By the way, Houston 28, patron three. Like, I'm loving that. <laughs> Where is it? I said Houston 2028, 20, Patriots 3. Yeah, you know what I you know why I'm loving that though, right? Anybody where you at, Sean? Get back here, boy. Where oh, you Phil. Patriot now. You at Sean. Don't play with me, yo. <laughs> Don't play with me, Sean. <laughs> hey, Chevy. Chevy, your phone on mute. Yeah, we did our thing, uh. Huh? We did about. our thing today to raise. Yeah, they know what it is, though, right? Hey, hey, hey Sean, you got a problem with us? Go see us at the bank, yo. Go oh, Sean's a Patriots fan? Nah, Sean a Cleveland Brown fan. Nah, he still was talking trash the other day on the, on the live stream. I'm an Eagles fan. Get it right. <laughs> hey, Chief, we came to L.A. the other, um, other week and did y'all dirty, too, so... Did us bad, boy. <laughs> NFL. Child, child abuse. Yeah, okay, man, I'm, um, I'm, I'm hoping them pay. What's, what are they at? The fourth quarter? Game almost over? Oh, yeah, that game is yeah, over. Yeah, they done. I like Patriots that. done. Hey, like um, that. Game is done. Um, Four minutes, 28 to nine. Okay. Um, what? Say Avenue. Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's really deep. When you look at this whole, um... hey Sean, I'm gonna make you. A, I'm gonna make you a, a host, yo. You can keep the show as long as you want, yo. You hear me? Hey, 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 hey yo, Sean. All right, make me a host. 
Me and them buys will rock out for another hour. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. All right, I'm, 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 I'm kicking. I'm kicking people off. Make me one for real though. Thanks. Yeah, 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 Sean. Hey, hold on. I'm letting everybody look, look. Hey, y'all, he, we are gonna finish rocking. I appreciate that, man. Hey, man, shout out to them damn Ravens. Why y'all talking about that nonsense? Go Ravens. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ankh. What? They can't, they can't, they can't talk that shit no more. The top three quarterbacks are black. Oh yeah, they can't. Yeah. Talk it might be top five. Two, three, two, three years, it's gonna be flooded with black quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. It's already flooded. They gonna get giving us our they gonna give us our props. <laughs> oh yeah. It's already flooded, Chief. Right. And then <laughs> hey, I, w- I just want to say this for the record that uh all of y'all are biased. <laughs> and, and everybody in the chat that support the Amara squad are cheerleaders. <laughs> And talk crazy about verse thing because she'll whoop everybody up here and the squad. She don't need no help. And all of this is based on one person's opinion. Right. One one research doctor. That's it. No, no, no. This is Chris Connors in the chat. He said, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he yeah, he, he he's trolling. Hey, uh, he told me you better not lose to uh, Phil. Dude. Hey, yeah. Uh, this is a serious question. How do you guys know who's telling the truth, Uncle Phil? How do you know? It's what sounds the best to him. Right. How, are, are you understanding the information? Did you understand the, the core study that Uncle brought out? 100,000 uh, people? Yo, check this That's out. It. I can answer that question. Go ahead, Morgan. <laughs> you know what? When you look at this, right? OK, you got these people who say they don't believe in the science, right? And they don't support science and that uh you know nature uh uh your immune system and so forth but when you really look at it right nature is trying to kill you at every goddamn chance again (laughs) yeah nature is tornadoes are produced by nature hurricanes nature earthquake droughts disease vaccines nature produces this but if human beings, man, is not s- smart enough to use science to shelter himself against what nature is producing, if man is not using science and smart enough to be able to protect himself against what nature is actually trying to do, nature is trying to and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> That is a fact right there. That is a fact. Nature is trying to wipe your ass out. <laughs> we gotta stay ahead of that, ahead of nature. Yeah. So so and that's why we support science. Because mm-hmm. science will protect your ass against what I tell you what, all your natural people that want to be nature natural. <laughs> <laughs> all your natural folks, right? I noticed that y'all live in shelters that was created by science. Right. I noticed that y'all you you know what I mean. So so it's like since y'all want to be so 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 nature and in tune with nature, like Ed, like Ed, don't protect yourself. Let's see how that works. Yeah. If it was up to nature, we wouldn't live past like thirty-five. Thirty-five. 
better, <laughs> you better go five. <laughs> and then you you supposed to make it to the age of reproduction, and then you supposed to just die off. We live right. to 70, 75 years old. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Not like that's nature. us outsmarting nature. Right. Exactly. Because because if nature get a chance, that's your ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It don't pose to be there eight billion people on the planet, right? You know I mean? Uh oh, global population. Don't say that. Uh -oh. you know I mean, that, that's us outsmarting nature. You got these pseudos. That's why the white man trying to kill everybody now to to minimize those numbers. The pseudo. Yeah, don't go Alex Jones on me. Oh yeah. If we all live naturally, the human population will be way smaller than it is. Yep. Simple and plain. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Science then increased our, our longevity. You feel me? Our overall health. You yeah. know what I mean? All the operations like, we had so far. Dental was killing kidney us. Kidney stones, all type of stuff. Our dentistry was killing us, you know what I mean? Two oh, yeah, yeah. years ago. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you get teeth. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. I mean, to get you out of here. They be having <laughs> abscesses in their teeth. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, man. That's right. So all yeah. the people. Who's against nature? Uh, oh, oh, excuse me. Who's who's against science? Who's with nature? Okay, we are gonna see. <laughs> but it, it just sounds better, right? Is it, it, it they they believe that ancient societies were more healthier than us? They believe that they, that we lived in some type of utopia or garden of Eden where right. we were just healthy and living for no nah, that 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 wasn't the case. Right. The, the natural world is harsh. You feel me? Yeah. Like, man. And that's my point. That's exactly my argument all the time. I'm like, oh, it's like y'all not really understanding what's happening. <laughs> right. But see, that, that, that correct history and stuff about man uh, should be taught. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. then, then they have a better understanding of, of what people like y'all are actually talking about. You know what I mean? So that, that this is a process. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. But yeah. Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil was geeking today. <laughs> he was he, he was he was eating. <laughs> he was geeking, yo, and they was eating it up. I was in the chat like, yo, this can't be real. But they did the same thing with the chick verse thing, though. Microscopic. Uh, yeah, he, he was, like, yo. Yeah, medical terms he was using, they was feeling that. Yeah, they love it. They love when they don't understand something. The red and white blood cells, they, uh, <laughs> they was loving that. But but then he messed around and said some chemistry, so that was straight false. No, he said some basic stuff. If Unk would have stuck on the basic stuff that people understood, you feel me? Right. Don't go all off into... Where people can understand. Yeah, Monsanto's. Yeah, don't go there with those dudes, man. That yeah, Monsanto you, you, stuff. You stay right. When he said, when he tried to say that vaccination was surgery, he should have been pressed on that. Yeah, because yeah. Because he was playing on people not understanding what he was saying. Right. He could have been. He could have been made to look stupid on that point. You feel right. me? Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 uh, the aluminum. That was a good point. Up made. He stuck on the aluminum. Right, right. He should have kept digging into that. You feel me? The mercury. Yeah. He should have kept digging into that. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah, yeah, because he, he, he should have asked the, the the question, like, which which Mercury, ethyl or methyl? And just like how he froze Curtis Cause, he would have froze Dr. Phil as well. Well, mm -hmm. and not Dr. Phil, but pseudo Phil. <laughs> My man. Like, they be acting like these guys be infallible. Once you, once you catch them on one lie, you pose a, or one mistruth, you pose a hold them on that. Cause you gotta break their arm off of them. You feel me? You, you gotta yeah. let people know yeah. though, this guy, if he lied about that, then what else is he lying about? Hey, 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 uh, hey, hey Brave City, yo, what are you listening to? Yo, we are debunking all their claims. Right. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Shaffron, we can't hear you. Who can't hear me? I can't hear you. Sean, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, I got you now. I hear you. I, I think he under, uh, oh, all right, all right, cool. Hold Dang, on. Yeah. I said a whole bunch of stuff. I wanna, hey. yeah, yeah, we heard you all, but the chat heard Peep this real quick. Watch this. So people say all the time, right? They be like, vaccines cause autism. So then we ask the people that say this, what is autism? Can they define autism? We need to slow it all the way down. What's autism? And they never can answer the question, really. Right. So they just pair the information based on someone else's analysis of a claim that someone else made. Right, right, right. Evidence. So I think Vasa's in the chat. If he's not in the chat, his son has autism. My little cousin has autism. But Vasa, I said, Vasa, do you believe that the vaccinations cause your son to have autism? He says, no, that would be incorrect. Right, yeah. So I don't think people understand. So autism refers to a broad range of conditions characterized by challenges with social skills, repetitive behaviors, speech, and nonverbal communication, according to the, the CDC. Autism affects an estimated one in 59 children in the United States today. We know that there is not one autism, but many subtypes, most influenced by a combination of genetic and environmental factors. Because autism is a spectrum disorder, each person with autism has a distinct set of strengths and challenges. The ways in which people with autism learn, think, and problem solve can range from highly skilled to severely challenged. Some people with ASD may require significant support in their daily lives, while others may need less support and in some cases live entirely independent. But he got a job and he worked. Now, uh, my internet messed up. All right, can y'all hear me? Yeah. All right, several factors may influence the development of autism and is often occupied by sensory sensitivities and medical issues such as gastrointestinal disorders, seizures, or sleep disorders, as well as mental health challenges such as anxiety, depression, and attention issues. Indicators of autism usually appear by age two or three. Some associated develop, uh, development delays can appear even earlier and often. It can be diagnosed as early as 18 months. That is a key fact. 
is that it can be diagnosed as early as 18 months. Mm. Remember, the kids are getting shots. Right. Born. Right. Researchers show that early intervention leads to positive outcomes later in life for potential uh, for people with autism. So that's a definition of autism. Now, to the pseudos out there, what experience do you have with that definition of autism? Yeah, they combine all of the uh, side, of, you know, all the um, the symptoms. I don't know what to actually call it, but uh, the symptoms, whatever, and they call it ASD because it is so many. All right, I'm trying to find out how many Americans get uh, vaccinated with the MMR shot, MMR shot annually. Because according to them, we should have a lot of Americans, you know, that, that's, that's autistic. I've been saying that for the longest, 40 million black people in the US. <laughs> <laughs> 40 million. And, and, and about 85%, like my man said, been vaccinated. So if that's right. okay, these numbers should be great. The numbers should be, yeah. there should be, there, there should not be 40 million black people around. Put it that way. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We should all be disabled. Yep. Yeah, I, I got to find that number right there. But we, but we love conspiracies, man. We love conspiracies. Yeah, we believe the government is trying to kill us every second. That's what we believe. Mm -hmm. And if you believe that, you become a flat earther, you become a creationist, you become a socialist, you become all those. It's, it, it, when, when you're one, you're basically all of them in most cases. You become an anti-vaxxer, you become all that. All of it. So now, uh, Brick City, Dude, they're not gonna have any new questions. It's it's the same question. Like anti-vaxxers, just like flat earthers, like they don't come up with new arguments. It's the same arguments. I'm telling you, the sledgehammer in the room is what I said about nature. Right. <laughs> right. That's the sledgehammer. That's the that, that's the sledgehammer that busts everybody's brain. All right, you gotta really let them see what nature is trying to do. Right. Man. And if you and if you're not, if we as human beings are not intelligent enough by way of science to fight against nature, it's a wrap. Right. Right. Can't get around that one. No, you can't. Um So we just waiting to see. Uh, so one of the doctors, Dr. James uh, Lyons. Now he's a doctor. Well, he, he's by himself, but he's going to be trying to argue that aluminum is the cause of all these crazy uh, diseases and whatever else side effects. He, he's he's going to go in there. He He's going to try to uh, prove. Um, I was watching all his videos. It's like straight pseudo. Like, and he's by himself, by the way. Like, he, he don't have any. 
Okay, well, he, he don't have any test he subjects. He can do whatever. He can say whatever he want to say. He can do whatever he want to do. That's not the point. Listen, Unk is correct. Anytime, listen, we have the most pro-black community in the world, right? We anti-white. Right. But when we go into this conversation with the folk, right. they, they white. So now right. I want to see just how our pro-blackness stands with all these white people on the panel talking about anti-vaccines and then the crowd saying, yeah, yeah, right along with them. Right, right, yeah. Let's see how let's see how far they pro-blackness go. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Be right, right there with them. At that point, at that point, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. At that point, your pro-blackness is on trial because mm -hmm. guess guess who you're against? Now I did this early on Garfield show, but you're against Lewis Wright, who who created the the uh, the thing for you to administer the shot. A vaccine, him. You you are against Looney C. Gordon, who is the sister who helped develop the vaccine for whooping cough. You are against right. the, the West Africans. It wasn't just uh once a month. It was more than him because several of them already knew of the practice. He is just made famous of because of the Boston massacre, the Boston epidemic, but. Um, you're against the West African tradition of inoculations. So you're against the South African practice of inoculations, the Central African practice of inoculations. So you're, you are basically no longer African-centered or pro-black. <laughs> you pro-whatever pro the white man say. Right, right. That's, what, that's your position. And and nobody on this side is is uh, playing a race card. It's just a fact because that's what y'all do when y'all say when Unc puts some information on the on the thing. When Doctor Ma put information on the thing, the first thing y'all say is the white man must be paying Unc. The white man yeah. must be paying Doctor Ma. Uh huh. What about Amen. black people in medicine? What <laughs> about them? You didn't know that we had black people in medicine. Uh, Truth of story is said the correct pronunciation of his name. I ain't listening to him. I don't care nothing about all that. <laughs> is Onesimus. 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 Or Onim Onesimus. He's he's correct. Okay. Onesimus. But I don't care. I say Onesimus. <laughs> because he was the one. Right. You understand? He was the one. That's why I said they helped me remember. Yeah, so Sean, you was right. Hey, yo, what y'all don't know is that um, or maybe maybe you do. Look at Chris. Look at Chris. He hot. He in the chat. Mad. Look at him. The anti-vax, the anti-vax movement was a movement start from white folks who believe white children were getting autism. They they didn't believe blacks or anybody else. They they was protecting themselves, they thought. Don't so do, don't it was an all-white movement for white people. Okay? And, and I believe I read somewhere with autism right now in this country, white folks are more exposed to um, autism than, than, black, than black children. And it's genetics. 
it's, it's genetics. It, it's some. It's a little bit of environmental things also, but it's it's main. It's a large portion of it is genetics. Oh yeah, so he gonna argue that too. He's gonna argue how it's not genetics, but it's more or it's little in genetic genetics, but it's more environmental. He's gonna argue that too. The, the pseudo doctor. Mm. So, uh, uh, Brick City, we have the argument, bro. We watched the video. You can't change well, your videos well, are your videos. You can't change. Who is Brick City? What what has he wrote in his scholarly articles on the said subject? Read any? Nah, 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 he, he just trolled. Can he, define, can he define any any other terms? So I'm not really worried about that. He just, you know, he's just like Chris Connors, who's scared to get on the channel, <laughs> who's scared to get on and actually demonstrate. Yeah, Brick City, post your question or get on and get beat up. True, don't worry about what okay, man. I hijacked the show, man. You know what I'm saying? I took over the show. Yeah, I was on with <laughs> was on with Dr. Well, Phil. Hold on, hold on. This is funny because uh Chris says, uh, he go pleading for biased cheerleaders. Don't y'all have enough fanatic cheerleaders? It's Sean go with a plea to be biased. It's come listen, brother. I did not play the race card at all. Y'all did. If you go back and you review the footage from Sonetta's channel on Dr. My Eyes instance, the, the girl that you're pom-pom it for, because you look like the the, the chili in the chat, she said that Dr. Ma'at was using white sources, and she was challenging her program. Right, right. And she did the same thing with Unk. So who playing the card here, brother? So you can't get mad at me when I put it right back in your face, because that's what's happening. That's what's happening. My ancestors was not illiterate like y'all, man. You're tripping. And that that's that goes to show that you're not paying attention to what what kind of real work that our ancestors had put forth, and how some uh, and how promising they were in the improvement of people's health. Like they weren't on no they didn't know type of stuff, man. They also worked to resolve issues because they studied nature. Duh. Okay, Brick City. They even, gave, they even gave the deities like the smallpox in in uh in a certain part of West Africa. <laughs> the deity got a little shrine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They got a little deity that they say will curse you with the smallpox. <laughs> so they had a they, they had a great understanding of this. You know what I'm saying? That they would name a little deity and even draw it in a little figure and decorate it and everything. Come on, man. Yeah, go Google smallpox and what it does to people. Check those images out. Oh, uh, yeah, I want to see their skin all broke out with them bumps all up their arms. Yeah, and that was crazy, man. That was crazy. <clears throat> Yo, I think Chris Connors is actually Vernstein because that's how she be arguing. Hey, Vernstein, relax. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, we got you. It could be her. Yeah, that's her. Look at him. He still keep on talking about crap. Ain't nobody crying. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I guess if you respond or if you're if you talking <laughs> about something, so quit crying. I'm biased. Hey, yo, pure black, you funny. Uh, nah, we 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 are not crying at all. Actually, we're confident. He said, "Hey, Oronde said uh, pseudo Trump's pro black all day. So people would rather rather be." Pseudo than pro black. <laughs> I don't care who won the debate. 
I know I'm getting vaccinated. <laughs> I don't care if Uncle and them go in there and get their brains beat out. That means that they couldn't, you know what I mean, debate the the, the uh, information properly. That, that right, right, right. That, well, I don't know. This, this, to, to, uh, to be fair, this isn't set up scholastically. This is not. This is not a scholastic. Uh, I wouldn't even call it a debate. How do you about to say there's no debate? Right. There's no debate here. There's. There is. Listen. The way that the questions are proposed to people, based on what has been reviewed, uh, that's not a debate format. You can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not set up that way, Shepherd. What it's set up. Right. For, is to to allow people with opinions and no facts to actually address their opinions in a period of time and then you can either refute the opinion or not but it's not man look i don't expect these folk to come up with any sources hey, hey bro so, no clinical trials listen they can't they can't give you any clinical trials because they don't have the data but then on one side you got people with clinical trials that right. can demonstrate like I did earlier in the show like Dr. Ma did the other day so you bring clinical trials to this with statistics and data showing you a method and how it resulted in a conclusion which provides you with that which show without a shadow of a doubt that's primary evidence right here man they did a case study not on on this particular vaccine, but also on this particular vaccine, on this particular, all these instances of these case studies, and then people gonna sit here and be like, oh, that don't matter. See, right. that's, that, that's the issue. Don't get vaccinated. After he said he'd been vaccinated, then some kind of way to develop animals. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. no more personal stories, man. No, no more. I'm tired of personal stories. Your grandma was vaccinated and she died. Like, cause we can't even respond to that. Like, it's it's too it's too emotional. So let's just deal with the data. That's it. No personal stories. Now, now, a hey, brick city. You said that Aunt and Doctor Mayat can't debate. That's why they're gonna lose, right? Bro, did you see the other side debate before? So, what gave you the impression that they could debate any better? See, that's just pure hate. Bernstein is out of control. She can't even slow the hell down. Yo, watch one of her videos. She blah, 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 blah. She go on and on and on. Man, I don't even take people like that serious. And I'm not even, <laughs> I, I, I'm not even trying to be disrespectful, man. That's, like, you got to be careful who you listen to out here. Like, we not even taking it. Like, so anybody can come on YouTube and say any, and then what we supposed to just rock with them? Right. Like, that, that don't even make sense. <laughs> that don't even make sense, yo. <laughs> like, it's nothing. I watched videos of Dr. Uh, Sebi, Sebi, Dr. Sebi. Is after watching those videos, is no way I would listen to him. <laughs> it's, it's like, yo, like, and I'm not the smartest dude in the world. <laughs> I don't even have to be well versed on what you're talking about to know that I wouldn't listen to him. You feel me? Uh, like, yo, that's crazy. Uh, like, I don't, I don't know about cars, right? I don't know too much about cars. 
right. drive a car every day. I got three cars, but I'm not an auto mechanic, right? All right, right. But yeah. I know when somebody telling me something I shouldn't do with my car. I know when something don't sound right. Right. You feel me? Like so, somebody tell me to put transmission fluid when in the wrong place. I, no, yo, like I ain't no auto mechanic, <laughs> but I know not to listen to you, dude. You feel me? Like, and these people don't even have that amount of sense. You dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, they don't even know who not to listen to. Right, right, right. Like, you don't have to be the smartest person. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand Dr. Phil Valentine. Like, I, I don't know the stuff that he's talking about, but I'm smart enough to know not to listen to him, yo. Like, come on, yo. Like, oh, man. Well, who's sharing something? Is that you, Sean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is the whole pseudo community's position when it comes to any particular conversation with with the Amara squad or educating the community. It's all about appealing to emotion and appealing to emotion. Listen to what it said. Also known as an argument by vehemence, playing on emotions, emotional appeal for the children. <laughs> Y'all. Now, this is the general category of many fallacies that use emotion in place of reason in uh -huh. order to, to win the argument. It is a type of manipulation used in place of valid logic. There are several specifically emotional fallacies that I, uh, that I list separately in this book because of the widespread use. However, keep in mind that you can take any emotion preceded with appeal to and you have created a new fallacy. But by definition, the emotion must be used in place of a valid reason for supporting the conclusion. So here's a form of it. X must be true. Imagine how sad it would be if it weren't true. Example, power lines cause cancer. I met a little boy with cancer who lived just 20 miles from a power line who looked into my eyes and said in his weak voice, Please do whatever you can so that other kids won't have to go through what I am going through. I urge you to vote for this bill to tear down all power lines and replace them with monkeys on treadmills. <laughs> Notice this form of example, assertion, emotional appeal, request for action, conclusion. Nowhere is there any evidence presented. We can all tear up over the tear up over the image of a little boy with cancer who is expressing concern for others rather than taking pity on himself. But that has nothing to do with the, uh, the assertion or the conclusion. So let's get another example. There must be objective right and wrongs in the universe. If not, how can you possibly say that torturing babies for fun could ever be right? Explanation. The thought of people torturing babies for fun immediately brings up unpleasant images in sane people. The actual argument implied is that there are objective universal right and wrong morality. The argument is worded in such a way to connect the argument's conclusion that there is objective morality with the idea that torturing babies for fun is wrong. This is also a non-sequitur uh, fallacy no matter how we personally feel about a horrible act, our feelings are not a valid uh, substitution for an objective reason behind why the act is horrible. Exceptions. Appealing to emotion is very powerful and necessary technique in persuasion. 
We are emotional creatures. Therefore, we often make decisions and form beliefs erroneously based on emotions. When reason and logic tell us otherwise, however, using appeals to emotion as a backup to rational and logical arguments is not only valid, but a skill possessed by virtually every great communicator. Tip, by appealing to both the brain and the heart, you will persuade the greatest number of people. This is what they do. This is what they do. Appeal to the emotion. Uh-huh, yep. So, so when she plays on your emotion and it's starting to feel real good, like a preacher on Sunday talking to you about your, your bad week of dope selling and prostituting and looting and robbing and pillaging people and you get in there, you get in church, and they get to playing the keyboard in the background when the, the preacher's trying to close. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and when they, yeah, and, uh, and when they, whoo, and when they, <laughs> you keep doing all of that, and your soul gets good, and you uh-huh. get in your ass. And then all of a sudden, some crazy person just jump up out the sky talking about they got the Holy Ghost, and they just get to walking on the pews, and people moving out of the way, and singing and dancing and clapping while the preacher still preaching. That type of stuff. When it feel like that to you, something wrong with you. You better find the evidence. In it. Now look, um, hey Sean, let me. I'm gonna share my screen real fast, all right? So you got um uh, somebody trying to troll Brick City trying to troll up when he said aluminum not to his likings. Hey dude, do you know it's two ways to say aluminum? But when you don't know anything about chemistry, you want to know that. Check this out. Now, here in America, we say things a certain way, and over there across across the sea, they they use they say things differently. Watch this. So I actually said it right. You see my screen? It says which is correct, aluminum or aluminium? They're both correct. Watch this. It says American readers are used to aluminum, while British audiences prefer aluminium. So he was actually right. He was reading from a British source, dude. You wouldn't know that. Also, when you deal with uh, math, if I if I ask you to order operations, you probably wouldn't know. But um, over in America, but we use PEDMAS. Over in America, I mean, over across seas in Asia, they use it. They use it. It's called something else. They use it differently. So we, we do multiplication before um, division. They do division before multiplication. It still works out correct. So you got to be careful how you troll. Uh, I'm saying aluminum, though. He didn't add the A. is another it actually that's more popular than aluminum to say it like aluminum that's actually more proper only americans say aluminum the rest of the world say aluminum and only baltimore say aluminum <laughs> <laughs> we be like yo they got that in the um aluminum can when yeah, they say know. aluminum we say the aluminum can 
Hey, 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 it's I'm telling you right now, it's hard to read while you've been recording. Just record yourself. Watch how hard. Watch you can't pronounce the simplest stuff. But 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 like no, that's just how we pronounce it. Like your grandmother say in Baltimore, go in that uh, pantry and get me the aluminum <laughs> foil. You know what I mean? You know how old people wrap stuff in aluminum. They, our grandparents say aluminum foil, so it's it's aluminum, but they take the A off of the. Oh mouth. my God! <laughs> my man said they they say aluminum on purpose. Dang. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if they read it, they say aluminum. Right. You know what I mean, but in the regular everyday yeah, yeah, you can say pronunciation, they're gonna say lumen. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, our country out there though. So yeah, you know what I mean? No, that ain't country, that's just a you know what I mean. Right. Yeah, country every, in Baltimore. Every, every place got their own accent. I know, you know but I mean? Baltimore is country. That uh, you know that shit ain't country. What? That ain't country. Y'all ain't East Coast. What? Y'all ain't East Coast. How we ain't East Coast? Baltimore? Yeah, that's that's country. The East Baltimore Coast is East Coast all the way. Like yo, we right here. Like nah. Dang. That's crazy. Nah, y'all ain't make it. Y'all close, but y'all ain't make it. How we not east? Look on the map and tell me Baltimore ain't on the East Coast. Tell me Maryland ain't on the East Coast. That don't even make sense. Bro, Connecticut, New York, Philly, New Jersey. That's it. Okay. Me, me, Rhode Island. <laughs> okay. So you gonna claim uh, Rhode Island, <laughs> yeah. but not Baltimore? You sound crazy. Baltimore East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yo. This, I'm trying to tell you, yo, New Yorker. Yo, ask you story. Two story. You claim Baltimore? What? Baltimore East Coast, yo. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, the the popular, you know. The, 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 the census, if you ask those who from Jersey, New York, Philly, they ain't claiming it, Connecticut. Well, Baltimore and Jersey, I mean, Baltimore and Philly is right damn near. That don't even make sense. Bruh, y'all be, be watching, y'all be watching, um, y'all be having stonewashed jeans, all that crazy shit. Stonewashed jeans? Yeah. No, the fuck? Who, who told you? <laughs> <laughs> y'all be wearing y'all be wearing Paco jeans, bro. Y'all get us mixed up with Virginia a lot, though. Y'all y'all definitely get us mixed up with Virginia and DC a lot. Like that, yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, nah, I'm not nah, messing with you. That was an insider that me and X had it versus on the phone. That shit was funny as hell. Yeah, they um, but yeah, that like th that pronunciation is just it's just a pronunciation thing, you know what I mean? But yeah, nah, Baltimore definitely East Coast. Nah, but I'm being serious though. Like, I, I don't think we actually see that as a brick city. You, do you see Baltimore as um East Coast? Be honest, or do you see it as country, brick city? He said you pulling out straw man. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at, brick city? Is Baltimore country to you, or is it East Coast? You right there, messing around. You know he got an egg and all. That's why he be playing. You know what I'm saying? Nah, bro. I know they're actually East Coast for real. For real. I'm saying, but I'm saying like the way they dress, their rappers, like their whole culture. Do you see this East Coast? Or do you see this as country? I'm country. Dang country. Yeah, y'all be wearing cowboy hats and all type of crazy shit. Spurs in your boots. Yo, trip. 
<laughs> yeah, are you going to Unk's um debate um in and um in Baltimore? Yeah, I'm gonna stop by there. I'm gonna stop by there. I'm gonna see what they uh <laughs> hey yo, we were Rick City said, <laughs> Rick City said we wear nasty new balance. Yo, new no. balance is a, new balance is a disease in Baltimore. <laughs> Like, yo, <laughs> that was a low blow, Shepard. Yo, that shit is a disease here, man. Yeah, I told you. I don't know what <laughs> big ass ends on that. <laughs> they love them, yo. Like, I told you. Y'all country out there, bro. No, like, who don't wear New Balance, though? I'm saying we right. do it to death. Hey, Shepard, what's your hot rapper in Baltimore? A hot rapper? Yeah. What, period? Yeah, like somebody who's hot, like, like a rat. Davies? Davies, Maryland? No. Oh, you said like a uh, hot rapper from Baltimore. Yeah. We don't have no rappers for real. <laughs> hey, East Coast is. East Coast is known for rapping. No, yo, Baltimore is like, it's gutter. Like, you get hurt rapping here. <laughs> like, <laughs> that shit like ballet or something. We don't take that shit serious. You know what I mean? Like, do y'all take ballet serious? Nah. So if a dude did ballet, how would y'all look at him? Oh, nah. that, where you from? It's straight queer. Exactly. That's how we look at rappers. A, a true story. I was gonna say that. Yo, yo, the, the, <laughs> yo, the, the wire, the wire gave me all the history I need to know about Baltimore. Yeah, a, a, a pure black, you right, King Los and Tay Rock from here, but they don't get props here. They got to go to L.A. and they got to go to New York. They 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 got to go somewhere else and, and get their props. They can't get no, you know what I mean, no fame here in Baltimore. For oh, well, uh, about that. Tay Rock from Baltimore? Yeah, Aberdeen. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, King Los? Yeah, he from Baltimore. West Baltimore. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's dudes here who can rap, but we don't care nothing about I'm, Yeah, I will be <laughs> Yeah, I want to hear one of y'all rappers, yo. You heard King Lose. Yeah, but he ain't from Baltimore like that. No, he's from Baltimore, born and raised. Look at how he's trying not to take the man back to Baltimore. He's trying to take the man from his roots. Yeah, like he's <laughs> Baltimore, born and raised. What age you leave? What age? What age? He was... 30. Okay. 30 years old. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> he learned how to rap here in Baltimore. There's a whole bunch of little rapping niggas. You feel me? It, but they got to go somewhere else to be famous because we don't care nothing about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't have an industry for that here is what I'm really saying. You know what I mean? They, 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 uh, we don't Sean, have an engine for it. Didn't uh -huh. K-Shine cook um, Tay Rock? I don't think so. What you thought Tay Rock won? He ain't cook him. Now, if you think Tay Rock, if you think K Sean won, fine, but you can't say yo cooked him. You see close. what I'm saying? Was it close? Hell yeah, it was close. It could go either way. <laughs> you know what I mean? That could go either way. Only person cooked Tay Rock was Charlie Clips, their first battle. The first battle, Charlie Clips. Cook Tay Rock because Tay Rock ain't know who yo was. They basically set him up. You feel me? 
they basically set him up. So Yeah, did um did um did, did Take Rock um battle John John? I don't know if he battled John John yet. If he did, he got cooked. Why would you say that? John John be going in. Yo, man. Um, bias is the most biased more guy for me. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo just said it did he battle him yet. And if he did, he got cooked. He didn't even see the battle. <laughs> he didn't even see the battle. Who who you seen cook Tay Rock though for real? Yo, I'ma go back. Wait, wait. Somebody said Shy Glizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did he battle um um Sue Surf? I think him and Surf did battle. What do you think about that? Um, they partners now, so obviously they respect each other. You feel me? Whatever happened in the battle. Yeah, battle rap, yo, yo, they the most phoniest dudes ever, yo, in battle rap. They be with one crew, like like a T Rex and K Shine. Get that nigga, get that nigga Rex. Now they beef and they they split. You got um Hoffa and his crew, uh, Charlie Clips, they split. Uh, How the nine? Your battle rap, yo, they be with one crew, and they be with, with the other crew. Per Black said, um, John, uh, John, John, and uh, Tay Rock battle, and he said Tay Rock beat him. Oh, stop it! And he said Tay Rock beat. Yo, yo Pure Black from Baltimore, though. He is. Yeah. Okay. But that ain't that, that ain't hard to say though. Who do you know said Tay Rock got beat by somebody like, or got cooked by somebody? Even if you thought he lost, if you prefer if you prefer somebody uh, rounds over Tay Rock, you never heard nobody cooked him. He always been in either he won, either he smoked somebody, or it was debatable. All right, hold on. I'm gonna pull it right now. Oh, Tay Rock battle um Holla Don too. Did he battle Hollow? Yeah, and, and uh T Rex. Yeah, he be Hollow and T Rex. Like yeah. he smoked, he smoked all y'all dudes, yo. Like, yo, come on, yo. He didn't got with all y'all. Like, so nah, I don't know about on. that. <laughs> come on, and he one dude. He one dude. Oh, I didn't see this K. I didn't see the Tay Rock and K. Shine yet. He won, dude. And how many dudes you know? <laughs> Look what Johnny Breeze said, Chef. Look what, what he said. <laughs> Look at the last comment, yo. Johnny Breeze crazy. <laughs> Johnny Breeze said, "I'm Look like he researched about battle last week. Right. So. <laughs> all right, he said, he said, Goods cooked Tay Rock. Nigga, <laughs> I don't like Goods at all, though. No, Goods ain't cooked Tay Rock. That shit was biased. You feel me? If, if you look at the round for round, Tay Rock outbarred you. You feel me? That's how I look at it. <laughs> Yo, man, y'all got any clothes on Mars, man, so we can rat slide out. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm good. You sure? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go check out Unk Joint. Him and him and Doctor My My uh gonna gonna be in Baltimore sometime next week. So 
I guess I'll holler at y'all after that. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, I hope, they, I, I, I hope they do good. You feel me? Yeah, I was, I was supposed to go. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be different live, yo. So you go in there, you expecting Unk to act a little ignorant? He ain't gonna do that. What he gonna do is be he's gonna be very methodical and strategic with what he doing because it's a tune up before he going up there to Harlem. So yeah, when he live, he act different when he live. Okay. Well, that's what's up. I hope they do good. You know what I mean because. Uh, it, it, it seemed like this, uh, what y'all call pseudo mess is getting out of hand, man. Like, it's hard to win in this community when you are uh, bringing um, real accredited information. Like, it seemed like our community don't respect it. You know what I mean? So, I hope they can do good. That That's the stigma that uh, we pretty much got to get over. Um, you know how to separate information, like how to take. Uh, I was just watching the. Um, yeah, this ain't gonna be the audience for that. Yeah, this, this I, is one I, of those. It sounds good in the moment, and then when you go back to review it later on, and you mm -hmm. slow the, the framework down to listen to people's responses to questions and how they are uh, disseminating the information, then you're gonna find them at fault. But in the but, moment, but. but but hey, check it out though. It's the same thing that we were just talking about with battle rap. You dig what I'm saying? It's almost like, you know, it's, it's like whoever the crowd favorite is. You feel me? And then you got to go back and listen to it. You know what I mean? On your own. And you'd be like, hold up. Yo, this guy was actually, you know what I mean? Spitting some shit. Like Rob Boone was just um debating uh the Hebrew dude. Uh, what's the boy's name? Oh uh, man, what's the guy name with the hat and the uh? The Hebrew. You talking about Tazaria? No, the. Katazaria. The, uh, the other one. They was talking about uh West Africa. Oh dang. Uh, was it Hebrew? Zion, oh. Zion Lex. Zion, Zion Lex. Lex. Yeah, Zion. Thanks, um, Larry J. Blige. Um, Zion Lex, <laughs> right? And if we, if you look at the chat, the live chat when it was going on, they on there talking about. Zion going in, right? Oh, Zion bodying him. And he was up there freestyling and lying. You feel? He said Ghana was a Hebrew word. He said Ashanti was a Hebrew word. He said uh, Sankofa was a Hebrew word. I mean, just freestyling. And the chat was saying he's bodying Rob Orn. Like, so. But then when you go back and listen to it, you're like, man, this. So I hope Uncle and them can go in there and just get their information out and then let everybody else, you know, watch the uh, video and then we'll be able to decide who, you know what I mean, really had the upper hand. You know what I mean? So it's just like the night with um, Dr. Phil. You know what I mean? He can talk a good game. You know what I mean? So it's, it's when you rewind the tape. Do it, do it, hold up. You feel me? Do his information hold up when you're able to rewind it and dissect it. You dig what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. so that that that's where that's where we need to uh stick at. You know what I mean? When you rewind it, you know what I mean, do a stand up. So hopefully when if Uncle and them go in there, they do a good job, just get the information out that they want to get out. And then 
we'll come on here and see, you know what I mean, where the uh, chips fall at. But um, it was a good conversation tonight. I'll holler at y'all. Peace. All right. Bye. All right, I'm bye. Wait, hold on a second. I had, um, who, who's that right there? Oh, yo, why you ain't get them on here, yo? <laughs> yeah, he said ain't get the link. Damn. And yeah, he, he said goods beat up on T-Rock. Man, yo, trip, man. He, he on K2. Holla. All right, peace. Nah, I'm talking man. Hey, man. All right, so that the end of the show right there, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm um, biased over there, phone boning with his girlfriend, and uh, or vice versa. Double X phone boning with his girlfriend, and they working their relationship out. Nah, I'm just playing. I'm messing around. But now nah, I'm gonna go ahead, man, and say uh, I'm gonna sign out, man. Shimmy Hotel. Uh, go back, review the video. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Uh, we're going to deal with what we need to deal with to get through the day. Um, this is Mr. Anti-Phil Valentine. Uh, I'll remain Anti-Phil Valentine. I am not a proponent for false teachers, false prophets, people uh, claiming titles that they have not earned scholastically. Um, I'm tired of being lied to. I take it very serious when you... You play on my ignorance. So uh, we're going to deal with it how we deal with it. Peace.